Uh, go to Acts chapter 20, verse 7. Acts 20, verse 7. Uh, like Chris was saying about the um, radio, I took a radio call yesterday from a guy who's looking at life in prison. And that was a, a tough call. And um, man, I find myself pastoring a whole nother group of people. You know, uh, I, I'm thankful because you suckers must be okay because you guys don't bother me that much. But, but uh, the, uh, please pray. It's a lot of lost people out there. A lot of people don't have a church home, don't have anybody. So they hear, uh, they hear a name on the radio. And so they call in, and, and man, I get some crazy calls. And uh, so pray for us. Pray, pray for Smile, and pray for the ministry that's going on there. Everybody say amen to that. Amen. Remember that in your prayers. Acts chapter 20, uh, verse 7. Who's reading? Auntie? Mm-hmm. Let's go. On the first day of the week. On we, Sunday. Come we, on. We came together to break bread. Yep. Paul spoke to the people, and because he intended to leave the next day, he kept on talking until midnight. Now, Paul, here it is, Sunday, they go to church, Paul begins to speak, and then Paul preaches till midnight. Now, there's times when we're here, and I'm done, but I can keep going. Mm-hmm. And I always wonder, man, if I just said, hey, I'm going to keep going, I wonder who stay, especially today. <laughs> I wonder who stick around. I mean, here it is, Paul comes in. And he's, they, they, Luke is writing a story, and they gather themselves on Sunday, and Paul begins to speak, and he speaks all the way till midnight. Everybody see that? Mm-hmm. He's preaching pretty long. Come on. There were many lamps in the upstairs room where we were meeting. Now, there were, pretty, uh, there were a lot of lights in the upstairs room. This is something that's really important. Now, I'm, I'm going to get back to that in a second. And then verse 9, Auntie says, there was a young man named Eutychus, and Eutychus was sitting in the window. Now, I've read this story many a times, and, um, and I've heard it preached a few times. And the story usually is Eutychus falls out the window, and Paul brings him back from the dead. He's actually dead. He fell like three stories, must have broke his neck or something. And Paul brings him back from the dead. That's usually the story, and I'm thinking, no, that's not the story. Let me tell you why. Someone, I was talking to a friend of mine this week, and they were talking about the, the appreciation thing, and he's coming, and He's like, man, you know, I really believe you deserve it. I go, man, you know what, dude? I would love for everybody to think that I am just this holy angel. (laughs) Man, they just laughed at me. That's pretty pretty sad. I would love everybody to feel, to to think, I want everybody to think that I wake up every morning and I levitate out of bed and me and God just, it's not, it doesn't work that way. And, and if I think about it, man, and I can't help, I told him, dude, it, it, whatever this monster is called me, there's a lot of people involved with me being me. And so then I rewind my life, and I can't help but, the first thing I got to thank my mom. Everybody say my mom. Amen. My mom Amen. Because my mom was not going to not let me serve the Lord. Now, anybody has a child, and your child is hard-headed and stupid, and just hard and stiff neck. Talk to my mom, she'll tell you how to fix it. <laughs> All right, and so my mom is the start of, of, of my evolution. Then, then I can't help but think about uh, Bishop Wooden was a big impact in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elder Foster, who's bishop now, was a big impact in my life. Mother Moss had a big, Mother Moss would sit in the corner, here's the, the pulpit, she would sit in her chair right here, 
And then I remember one time I was in church and I sat in the back. And when service was over, she came up to me and she said, I don't ever want you to sit in the back again. You sit there, right next to me where I can see you. And I was like, oh, but you don't talk back to Mother Moss. Everybody say amen. Amen. So I did it. And, and so Val was there. My mom was there. Where did I sit? Next to Mother In Mom. the corner so she could see me. Because if she looked, every Sunday she would sit down, she would look over there, and she would nod her head, and then service would continue. And I go, man, Mother Moss is a big impact in my life. Then I can't help but think about Brother Otis changed my life. Taught me how to hear from God. He changed my life completely. And then uh, Pastor Lane was a big influence in my ministry. And he the one who believed in me and, and got me past everybody thinking I was crazy. <laughs> and so then I got to give Pastor Lane big ups. And then, and then Larry Titus came into my world, changed everything, gave me a worldview of ministry and changed everything. So I got all these people in my life I got to get credit for. So here's, you, here, here's this man, here's Eutychus sitting in the window. Mm-hmm. During church. Now, with all these lights in the room. So I'm thinking, okay, uh, I would love everybody to think that I just came to the Lord and my life was perfect. No, I had a whole lot of lights in the room who spoke into me. Because here's Eutychus, because Paul is preaching long. He's sitting in the window, not near the window, not by the window. In the window. He's sitting in the window. You know what that told me? One, Eutychus was getting bored. Hmm. And then two, it was like, man, he had one eye in on what was going on in the church and one eye on what was going on outside. All right, all right. You can't function that way. You can't, you look, you can't. And here's another piece. He was young. You know what I love? And I pray for this. I like, I want young dudes to be in church. Amen. Look how many young dudes we got in church now. Amen. When I say young, I'm talking about those 20-somethings getting ready to close, you know, mid-20s. Those guys are young. And usually those guys chase the world mm-hmm. and can't keep their eye off the world. Here's Eutychus. I give him credit. He was in church. Amen, somebody. Amen. The problem is, Eutychus, you're sitting in the window, so he's glancing at Paul, and he's glancing at outside. He's got one eye on Paul, and he's got one eye on what's going on outside. See, you got to be careful where you sit. He's sitting in the window, not near it, not by it, but actually in the window. Eutychus, you got one foot in, one foot out. See, you, you, you're interested in what's going on in the church, but you still got an eye on what's going on in the world. And ask Lot's wife, should you ever look back from whatever God has brought you out of? No, no. no. Everybody know that story? Yeah. What happened, Lot's wife, God says, don't look, don't look back. Lot's look, wife looked back, and then bam, she turned into salt. Yes, she did. You never look back. You never put your mind, once you go to the plow, you never go back to what was. Man, one thing I had was people who had lights in the room who told me, listen, I don't go back. Don't go back. There's nothing out there. There's, listen, guys, there's nothing in the world for you. And everybody who takes to see that the Lord is good, then go back into the world. I, I, I feel bad for them. I used to look down on them. Because I'm like, how can people do that? And that's too religious. Now I feel bad for them. I go, man, how can you taste the Lord? There's nothing to go back to. Mm-hmm. So I thank God for Eutychus, this young man in church, and he's sitting in the window, though, one eye in on church, one eye was happening outside. Yes. And so, Auntie, the Bible says that as he was sitting there, what happened, Auntie? He as he was sitting in his seek. window. Go. As he was sitting in the window, a young man named Eutychus, who was sinking into a deep sleep as Paul talked on and on. Now, Eutychus right now is falling into a deep sleep. 
You know how it is when you, when you, when <laughs> Courtney, that's every night, Courtney on the couch, every night. <laughs> Last night, we're watching a movie, Courtney's sitting there, uh, and she, and she wake up, oh, wow, look at that. No, you were sleeping. <laughs> we heard you snoring. Julian calls it out. Oh, Courtney's snoring again. It's like, <laughs> why don't you go to bed? You know, and, man, and, and, and if you're a driver like me at night, because I drive at night, and then, like, if we're out kind of late or whatever, or, or you know, I have to be late. You know how you got the people who just pass out in the car? Yeah. As soon mm-hmm. as they get in the car, they pass out. Those are my kids. So I'm sitting in there going, my life is in their hands right now. Because both of them are out, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, okay, Kenny's on, ooh. You know, you're like, oh, let me roll the window down for a second. I mean, he's, he's falling into a deep sleep, and, and auntie, he's fall, he, it's, it comes so slowly. And what happens when you're in God, you fall into sleep very slowly. Mm-hmm. This is how you fall asleep in God. You start to miss too much church. You start to miss one week, then you miss another week, then you miss another week. You, you, you start to miss a little too much. Or how about this? You, you, you don't pray really anymore. You wake up every morning, you just start your day. You, don't even, you, you may pray over your food still, but other than that, you really haven't prayed much that day. You know, you haven't took a moment out to pray. You're actually attacking the world without praying. Uh, uh, this is how you fall asleep. You begin to concentrate on the world too much and the world systems and what's going on. And, and the world brings you all the happiness now, just seeking happiness with other people, other situations. You're starting to fall asleep. Here's Eutychus in church on his way to sleep mm. with all these lights in the room. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my problem with it, auntie. Mm-hmm. Then finally, he fell asleep. He was in a sound sleep and he fell out the window. Why didn't anybody wake him up? Wow, wow. Here's Eutychus sitting in the window dozing off. You, with all these lights in the room, all these people in the room, nobody looked over and went, hey, wake Eutychus, wake up. <laughs> now, why am I saying that? I had that. It, see, because see, th- this monster called Kenan was invented and created by a bunch of people who, every time they saw me to get ready to go to sleep, they woke me up. All right, all right. Thank you, you, Lord. The story isn't Paul saving the kid's life. The story is, how did he fall out the window? First Mm. of all, don't sit in the window. All right. Somebody should have told him that's stupid. (laughs) And then the next piece is, you see the kid dozing, and somebody wake him up. Yes. Being asleep in God is very dangerous, and I'm going to show you in a minute. You, you, see, because what happens is people fall asleep in church. Amen. They fall asleep, and they, they, they're here, but they're not here. They're here, but their mind is elsewhere. They're sitting in the window. They're, they're here, but they're thinking about the world. All oh, They're here, but they, you know what? They're struggling being here. And, and I'm going, man, you just fall. It, service is going on. Paul's talking, but Eutychus is. Falling asleep, and no one's mother, if Mother Moss would have looked in that corner and not saw me there, I was going to get it. Yes, sir. I was going to get it. If I missed church, somebody was going to ask me. Mm-hmm. Amen. See, now we got the newfangled Christian. You know, hell no, oh, hey, that's my business, you know. I'm busy. I'm, I'm glad I grew up in that era. Amen, me too. I'm glad me I grew too. up, and this is going to hurt you. I'm glad I grew up Pentecostal. Amen. 
miss church now. That's true. That's oh, true. Oh, no, you might go to hell. <laughs> and But what it did, you don't go to hell for missing church. But what, but what happens is it's bred in us. Hallelujah, somebody. Mm-hmm. Why do you think... Why do you think my aunt is always here? And when she's not here, I know she's not here. I know she's not going to be here. Why, why do you think my uncle is always here? And if he's not here, I know why he's not here. See, those are people who are committed to the Lord. See, there's people in this ministry who are not going to be here. And trust me, I will know. All right? I know what it's called? It's called accountability. I had accountability. Because I knew if I wasn't around, because mm-hmm. they knew that I was, I'm a young guy trying to serve the Lord, and, I know, and, the, and the pool of the world is still there. I'm still, I'm looking at church. I'm, I'm in church, but I still got my mind on the word. This is really good. Yes, it is. And then the lights in the room come, and they go, hey, hey, hey. They ask the right questions. Mm-hmm. What, is, what were you reading this week? Did you, how much did you pray this week? Yeah. And I'm thinking, I got to answer that. Mm-hmm. It's called... Accountability. Know why people fall asleep in church? Why do Eutychus fall asleep in church? He didn't have no accountability. Amen. No, no, his, he was there, but nobody's mind was on him. He was there, but he wasn't connected with anybody. He See, appreciate it. Appreciate me? Uh, thank you. But I'm telling you, it's a long list of people who get credit. All it's right. not just because I'm, uh, oh, I just came. Oh, it's me and you. I love you forever. No. There was people in my life going, you better do right. You better straighten it up. You better get yourself, keep yourself moving. Hallelujah, somebody. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You shouldn't do that. Don't sit in the window. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. My mother Moss put them baggy pantyhose <laughs> and that big flower hat. I'm not dealing with her. Nope. But you know what she was doing? She was creating this monster called me. What, who is me? Well, I just love the Lord, man. Amen. Yes, sir. More than anything else. How did it happen? Accountability. People keeping me from falling asleep in the midst of service, man. Amen. Falling asleep when I'm serving the Lord, slowly going to sleep. Just starting to miss. Starting to not care if you miss. Starting not to pray. Starting to think other things. Starting to have other things to do. It comes very slowly. Hallelujah. Yes. Auntie, come on. When he was sound asleep, he fell to the ground from the third story and no, was picked up and dead. He was sound asleep, Auntie. What happens when you fall asleep? You fall. That's what happens. The story isn't Paul bringing him back. The story is Eutychus fell asleep in the midst of church with all this light in the room. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, sir. And when you fall asleep, you're going to fall. And this is what happens when you fall. You die. He fell to the ground from the third story, and when he was picked, they picked him up, they realized Eutychus is dead. Hallelujah. How'd he fall out the window? Mm. Nobody looked at him and said, man, you're falling asleep. Nobody nudged him and said, Eutychus, wake up. Nobody bumped him and said, hey, man, wake up. Get out the window. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. But see, I know why people don't do it, because now people get offended. Too much pride. I'm telling you, pride is going to be the downfall of Christianity. Amen. You know, pride is, so, you know, what, this is pride. You don't tell me what to do. Let me tell you something, guys. I tell you what to do. Amen. I got a few amen. <laughs> when it comes to the spirit realm and me guarding over you, I tell you what to do. Amen. 
It's a little better. Let me try one more time. When it comes to what's going on with you and the Lord, I tell you what to do. Amen. Took three. <laughs> I'm not an egomaniac uh, uh, control freak. I'm just saying I understand the order of things, people. And if I didn't hear that, if I didn't realize that they tell me what to do, I would have fell asleep. Because the pull of the world was still there. And I think about it, how many young people got saved at the house of God? A bunch of them. Mm. How many survived? I think it was probably me and my brother. Mm -hmm. Because here it is, a young dude off the street who just only knew street. I didn't know I was a church boy. And so you know what I realized? I was smart enough to say something. You know what? They know. I don't know. I'm going to listen to them. And whatever they tell me to do, I'm going to do. Yes, yes, yes. And they kept me from falling asleep. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. In church. Mm-hmm. I know the new thing now is, well, you don't really need church. <laughs> Go ahead, try it. Or, or, you know, us churches, oh, so many hypocrites in church, and churches want money, and just bad people at church, they're judgmental. Yes, they are. I'm not going to argue with that. I told somebody that the other day when they were talking, it was about a month ago, and they were like, oh, you know, church is hypocritical, and, you know, there's so many judgmental people, and people just want money in church, and I went, you're right, and they didn't even know how to respond. <laughs> but let me tell you this, you'll never be what you're called to be without it. Amen. And you know what? Don't blame God for the, the hurt people that are in it. Amen, somebody. Amen. Everybody's flawed, but God's not flawed. That's and right. you know what? There's, everybody isn't flawed, and even God can use flawed people to bless you. Yes, he can. So you're not going to yes, get anywhere can. in God without church, I'm telling you right now. Amen. That's right. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Because why? Because the world is going to lull you to sleep. And without somebody telling you to wake up, you're just going to die. So here's Eutychus, fell out the window, sound asleep. Auntie pushed. Paul went down, threw himself on the young man, and put his arms around him. Don't be alarmed, he said. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Paul says, oh, don't worry about it. I'll take him. He, he's alive. I can see them going, no, he's dead. No, he's alive. Don't, nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Then he went upstairs again and began to break bread and ate. After talking until daylight, he left. Yeah. The people took the young man home alive and were greatly comforted. So here it is, Paul brings the kid back, goes upstairs, gets something to eat because he's been preaching since morning. And then he continues on because I'm leaving tomorrow. I got to leave everything with you guys tonight. It's an amazing world. I mean, word. Think about it. The emphasis isn't that he brought this kid back from the dead, though. Because when Paul got done, he just went upstairs, ate some bread, and kept preaching. The issue is, everybody wake up, man. Wake up. Wake up. Stay woke. Don't sit in the window. Jesus. And, and let me tell you, look down the pews. There's a lot of lights in this room. I was thinking, because I was hanging out with Dean. Uh, we went to breakfast one morning. And I'm like, Dean's been walking with the Lord for a long time. Vanessa's been walking with the Lord for a long time. People who've been walking with the Lord for a long time, you need to talk to them. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. I mean, people who've been with the Lord a long time, people who've been, you know, serving the Lord for a long time. I, I love talking to old people. 
Amen. You know why? They've just seen it. They've done it. And then we think, well, they don't know it. They're old now. The, the world's not different. Everything is the same. Amen. When they were young, they were struggling with the same crap you struggled with. Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, they just didn't have internet. <laughs> you know, and I, man, Julian, we have conversations. He goes, well, Dad, you know, when, you know, because cell phone is just normal now. I'm like, no, we didn't have cell phones. You didn't have cell phones? How did you survive? <laughs> and I'm like, well, we were smarter than you guys because we had to remember numbers. <laughs> you guys are stupid, and if someone takes your phone, you won't know who to call. <laughs> I still remember my, 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 my number, 313-862-3048. Sure is. <laughs> still remember it. Now, I don't know nobody's number now. <laughs> if they go, you got one phone call, I'll be like, oh, shoot. <laughs> Can I have my cell phone back? <laughs> and I'm like, man, but people have been walking with the Lord for a long time. You need to speak with them. Because they could be the light that keeps you woke. Everybody say amen. amen. Where are we going, Auntie? Jonah 1-4. Let's go to Jonah. Now, let me get on the background first. Here's Jonah. God gives him an assignment. He says, Jonah, I want you to go to what town was he going to, Auntie? Nineveh. I want you to go to Nineveh. Jonah goes, no, I don't like them. Jonah was kind of racist. He goes, I don't like those people. I don't want to go there. So he went to Tarshish. And then we pick up the story here. Come on. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such a violent storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. So here's Jonah. He gets on a ship going to Tarshish, and God causes a storm. God sent the storm. Satan don't always send storms. God will send them too. Everybody say amen. Amen. Come on. When you're praying for somebody's life to change and then all hell breaks loose, don't panic. Amen. All right. All right, that's another message. I'll teach that later. Come on. All the sailors were afraid and each cried out to his own God. Yep. And they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. Now, let me tell you something. If sailors are nervous in a storm, this is a really bad storm. And so they're throwing over cargo, and they're getting rid of stuff to try to lighten the ship to keep it from sinking. And where was Jonah? Jonah had, Jonah had went down below deck, and he fell asleep. Into a deep sleep. Deep sleep. So here it is. It's a storm going on. Jonah is down in the belly of the ship, sleeping deeply. Mm -hmm. Now, Jonah, you caused this issue, and you're asleep. And everybody else is paying for it. Mm -hmm. When you fall asleep, everybody who loves you pay. Mm -hmm. When you fall asleep, everybody around you who cares about you pay. When you get in trouble, when, you, when things happen wrong, when you, when you just sleep, you're, not just not, you're just not doing the right things. Everybody who cares about you is paying your price. Here, these sailors are nervous, scared, they're upset. What, where's Jonah? Sleeping. Sleep. Auntie, come on. The captain went to him and said, how can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so you, that we will not listen, perish. wake up. How can you be asleep? Get up and call on whatever God you serve. You need to wake up. Because this storm is raging and you sleep in the midst of it? Do you know we're getting ready to die? Hallelujah, somebody. I think I'm on. 
down to 10. Let's go to 10. This terrified them and they asked, what have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told them so. So here it is, Jonah, and they begin to have a conversation, and Jonah goes, man, I'm sorry, man, I'm, I'm kind of not doing what God tells me to do. And, and they're going, man, dude, what did you do? What, you got us all in jeopardy now because you're not obeying the Lord. Amen. See, we, we, we get selfish and we think that serving God is only about us and God. No, it's not. It's about everybody who cares about you. Amen. Let me tell you something. If... What keeps me? Well, my love for God keeps me. But when that doesn't keep me, Amen. I, I, I serve the Lord out of spite for the devil. Because I hate him, man. <laughs> don't want to be on his team at all. And I know he wants me. If that don't work, I serve the Lord because of the people who care about me. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. People that care about Okay. Keenan says, hey, I'm out of here. I'm done. What happens? Right. Not, not, what happens? Not just here, but what happens to my family, man? Right. Amen. See, we don't just serve the Lord for us. We serve the Lord for the people. And here's Jonah sleeping, and I'm not obeying God, and now all the sailors are in danger. When you out here just doing your thing and don't give a crap, right. everybody who cares about you pays. Yes, sir. Yes. Auntie, where are we? 11. Come on. The sea was getting rougher and rougher. So they asked him, what should we do to you to make the sea calm down for us? So here it is. He's going, listen, it gets rougher and rougher. God's not letting up, man. And, and he go, they go, hey, what do we need to do? What, what do we need to do with you to help this stop? Next verse. Pick me up and throw me into the sea, he replied. Jonah, just jump overboard. Right. <laughs> Why you want me to fix your problem? All right. You, you want us to pick you up? He's like, here, just pick me up and throw me. No, jump. <laughs> See, people who fall asleep want you to fix their problems all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, I've started the thing. I'm in trouble. I messed up. Hey, everybody fix my. No, I'm not fixing your problem. Jump overboard, Jonah. Mm -hmm. He says, listen, pick me up, throw me into the sea. And it, then it's going to be calm. I know it. I know, See, it's my fault, guys. It's my fault. They, they'll admit it's their fault, but they won't do nothing to fix it. Just sleep. It's so quiet in here. You guys okay? Thank you. I got a good amen. <laughs> you know what? You fix it. The sailors did it. <laughs> they picked Jonah up. It was one, two, and they heaved them. <laughs> But I'm thinking, Jonah, why don't you just jump? Why don't you fix it? You got us all in a storm because you fell asleep. And life overtook you. And now you're on the verge of dying and you want me to fix it. Mm -hmm. Jonah says, verse 12, I, I, look, guys, I know I did wrong. That's, that's why the storm came. So just throw me in the sea. Everything will be calm. And you know the story. He got through in the season. The fish swallowed him up, took him where he should be. You know, wasted a lot of time. He should have just did what the Lord said. Everybody say amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 26, really quick, verse 38. We're talking about being asleep. <laughs> you know, there's nowhere in the Bible where it says being asleep was necessarily good. So here it is. I think we actually talked about this last week. Here's, here's Jesus 
getting overwhelmed by sorrow, auntie, to the point of death. <laughs> and he goes, stay here and keep watch with me. Next verse. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. We talked about it. How much, here's Jesus himself is distressed, man. He's really having a hard time. And you know what? So when we have a hard time, you're not failing God, and you haven't lost your faith. Everybody say amen. Here's Jesus struggling with this thing, but that's not my point. Go to the next verse. Then he turned to his disciples and found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour? He says, he man, Peter? you guys couldn't stay. Here it is. You know I'm sad. You know I'm hurt. And you couldn't stay woke for an hour. You couldn't do something for somebody else. You couldn't stay woke for somebody else. I'm struggling. You guys know I'm struggling. All I did was bless you suckers the whole time we've been together. Made sure you had food. Taught you everything that I know. Kept you safe. In one hour, you couldn't give me. I think God does us like that. He goes, man, you know what? You've been functioning all week, and you can't give me an hour? I've been looking out for you. Know how well? First, I'll let you wake up. Mm -hmm. Two, you got a house. Some, you know. Three, you're getting fat. You eat too much. Four, you know, you drive wherever you need to go. Mm -hmm. Five, uh, last time I checked, oxygen still works. Mm -hmm. Six, you know what, man, your lungs are working and your body, man, I know people who would love to be sitting in church today. They can't come. Amen. And, he, and, and God is going, man, you do you all the time and you couldn't give me one hour of your time. You got so sleepy that you fell asleep when I needed you the most. It's a partying downstairs. <laughs> oh, we got one up here. <laughs> She's like, not all of them. I'm up here. <laughs> I think I'm on. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. He says, listen, this is why you need to stay woke. So you can pray that you will not fall into temptation. This is why. Because your spirit wants to, but man, your flesh is stronger. See, man, he's going, listen, I, I need you to stay woke. This is why. You need to stay woke so you can pray that you don't fall in temptation because what's going to happen is your sin is going to be stronger than your spirit, your flesh is, and it's going to take you back out and you're going to die. Don't fall asleep when you should be praying because you're going to die. Mm -hmm. You need to be up so you can be fighting temptation. Yeah. Fall asleep, you can't fight temptation. Know why? Because when you sleep, you're not conscious. Right, 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 right. When you sleep, you're not really you're not really in tune to what's going on. See, see, that's why people can come in and they can hear a great word or whatever, or hear great worship. And some people get all this out of it, and other ones are just sitting there, sleep, eyes open, but sleep. Then some preacher gets up, and then, and then they, they're sitting there, and uh, some people are like taking it in and they're getting stuff, and the other person's just sitting there, sleep. Nothing comes of sleep but death. Mm -hmm. And here's Jesus going, you got to stay woke so you can fight temptation. I'm not getting away, man. It's true. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation, guys. The spirit is willing. See, it, this is, oh, 
See, what happens is this is why you feel bad when stuff doesn't go right or you don't do the right thing. It's because your spirit really wants to, but man, your flesh is just a little bit stronger. Mm -hmm. And what does the Bible say? If you sow to the flesh, you're going to reap to the flesh. It's going to be stronger. But if I sow to the spirit, the spirit is going to muscle up and it's going to tell my flesh to stop. Mm -hmm. So it's like, man, it, it, it's, it's, he's going, your spirit wants to serve God, but man, your flesh is always in the way. People who even are falling asleep and falling away from God, they know that they're doing it and they don't even feel good doing it because their spirit's saying, what are we doing? What are we doing? But their flesh is saying, no, keep coming this way, keep coming this way. And you know what's waiting on you? Nothing but death. That's it. Nothing but Satan. Mm-hmm. Nothing but the world. Mm-hmm. You know how the world works. You mm-hmm. ain't going to win. Mm-hmm. He just throws it off. Just in, out the window. Why did that guy fall out that window? Because nobody woke him up. Hmm. But here's the thing. Why was he sitting in the window? Well, I know why. Because he was looking in the church, looking in the world. Looking in church, looking in the world. He heard noises in church. He heard noises outside. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. The Bible, Jesus also says, I don't like people who are lukewarm. The Bible also says that narrow is the way. Only a few people find it. Yeah. You throw that all in the pot, you know what that means? Stay woke, man. Stay woke. And look over at your neighbor. If they start to doze, slap the crap out of them. <laughs> slap them. Some of you guys went to church where the little kids had to sit there and not say a sound. That's right. So what did you guys do? Pinch them. Stop it. I tell you, stop it. No, you get to, you need to stop. <laughs> Don't let nobody fall asleep on your rope. That's right. So here's the thing, um, somebody had to ask me questions. You gotta ask questions. If you're a light in the room, ask questions. And you know what, forget your pride. If you're upset because someone asked you a question, then you're prideful. And you're not going to survive this thing called Christianity. Everybody say amen. Amen. Because pride will be your downfall because somebody got in my face and said, where were you? Mm-hmm. Well, I was, uh, uh, you were goofing off. Amen. Yeah, I was. You know where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You're right. So appreciate me. Go ahead. But I'm going to give appreciation to everybody who, who made this. Amen. Amen. Who, everybody who had a hand in on this monster. Amen. I didn't just, oh, Lord, me and you forever. No. It was people going, stay woke. Stay woke. Amen. Stay woke. Man, fight, man. Stay woke. People are Christians are so soft now. Don't let me get into that one. We're almost done. Mark 13, 33. I guess. Be on guard, be this alert. Jesus, auntie, saying what? Be on guard, be alert. Yeah. You, you do not know when that time will come. You don't know when I'm coming back. Yeah. And here's the thing. I don't know when I'm coming back. Jesus doesn't know when he's coming back. It's the Father. Jesus is going to be sitting at the right hand one day, and God's going to say, it's time. Mm-hmm. Jesus is going to go, now? <laughs> I'm on? <laughs> See, because last time I went as Savior and they killed me. This time I'm coming as King. 
Yeah. And I'm on rain this time. Yeah. So I'm on. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do this thing. <laughs> but I know Jesus better than that. Jesus will probably say, are you sure there's so many of them down there who don't love you yet? Yeah, yeah. I, I guarantee you they probably already had that conversation where God's going, oh, see? Jesus goes, no, Father. There's some that we predestined from the beginning of time who are not walking with you yet. Mm-hmm. Thank God for Jesus, man. Thank you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Listen, he saved our souls, and he's probably still saving our souls. Yes, yes. Because he's at the right hand for a reason. Yep. The Bible says he talks to the Father. And you know how fathers are. Fathers only have so much patience. Fathers go, oh, you know what, enough. Mm-hmm. Enough. Jesus is coming soon. Be on guard. Be alert. I'm almost done. Auntie, come on. It's like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, yep. each with their assigned task. He says like a man who's going away. Mm -hmm. And he puts the service in charge and says, listen, I'm giving you things to do. And he says, I'm telling the person at the door, you keep watch. He's saying, listen, I, I've given you all assignments to do, and mm -hmm. I'm telling you to keep watch. Keenan, you keep watch. I'm giving everybody assignments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? See, you, people think I'm going to have to give an account for my sin. Sort of, because Jesus saved your sin. He fixed that sin problem. You are going to give an account for your life, though. Mm -hmm. that's, the, that's where the account comes. He says, like a man who leaves his service in charge and says, listen, here's the thing. My kingdom must be spread. My kingdom must be spread. You have to be salt and light. You have to help enlighten those who do not know me because I'm coming back. And mm -hmm. when I come back, it's going to be too late. Yes. So I'm charging all of you to live for me. Mm -hmm. That's that whole living sacrifice thing. Amen. Come on. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know when the owner of the house will come back, yeah. whether in the evening or at midnight or when the rooster crows or at he dawn. He says, so keep watch. You don't know when I'm coming. It can be in the evening. It can be at midnight. It can be first thing in the morning. It can be dawn. You don't know when I'm coming. You, so, here, so you don't know when I'm coming, so you need to be keeping watch for me to come back, though. But you can't fall asleep. Auntie, next verse. If he comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. Don't fall asleep. Amen. But wait a minute. If you come back at midnight, or I'm probably going to be asleep. He's not talking about that kind of sleep. <laughs> He's talking about spiritually sleep. Right, right, right. Because Jesus comes back at 2 in the morning and we're asleep, we're still going. Right, right. But if he comes back at 2 in the morning and you're spiritually asleep, woe be unto you. Amen. Woe, woe. He comes suddenly, do not let him find you sleeping. Amen. Yeah. Eutychus fell asleep, fell out the window, dead. Jonah was asleep. You know what, Jonah? You're causing everybody problems around you. Mm-hmm. The disciples asleep. The only 
time Jesus needed them, they were asleep. And then Jesus finally goes, go ahead, be asleep. Because one day the Father's going to be done, and I'm going to come. And if I come and find you sleeping, I'm going to leave you there. My Lord. I'm going to leave you asleep. And you're going to wake up in a world of turmoil, looking around going, what happened? Where did these people go, and why is the world so crazy? Let me tell you something. When Christ comes back, the world is immediately going to go crazy. Know why? There's going to be pilots flying 47, 747 planes that are going to disappear. Right. See, because there are going to be doctors in the midst of surgery that disappear. My Lord. There's going to be situations where people are working on lines for electricity and people, it's going to be, people are going to, you think the world is going to be crazy? It's going to immediately be crazy. Yeah. There's going to be bus drivers disappear. People are going to be driving cars disappear. What happens to the car? It's going to keep rolling. Right. You want to be here? Okay, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Sit in the window, go to sleep. I won't wake you. Yes, I will. I'm lying. <laughs> I love you too much. I'm trying to wake you up now. Everybody say amen. Yeah. Thank you, you Pastor. Are you up? I know it's Super Bowl. You got somewhere to be? <laughs> you got to pick up your wings? <laughs> Pizza? Last year I got so sick. Man, man, me, Courtney, Julie, we had so much garbage. Man, I felt miserable. It was just sin. You know, they're like, you know, it's just sitting there. I'm just, I don't even eat that stuff. And I'm eating it, and I just felt like, oh, I felt like garbage. I didn't even enjoy the second half. <laughs> just my eyes, just, just sin. Yeah. I'm so tired of sin, man. Amen. I'm tired of sin. I'm tired of this world. This morning I woke up going, Lord, man, you didn't come back yet. Amen. I don't even feel like preaching today. You, know, you didn't come back. Why don't you come back? <laughs> Man, Monday, I, got, I still got stuff to do. Man, I'm tired of paying people. I'm, I'm just sick of picking Julian up from school. I'm, I'm tired of the weather. I'm just, I'm just, why don't you just come back? I'm getting older. Why is my knee hurting? I mean, it's like, man, it's like, Lord, why don't you just... And he goes, hey, I'm coming. But you better wake some more people up before I get there. I'm giving you a chance. Amen. Tell people to get out the window. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) The story isn't Paul bringing you to get back from the dead. The story is, how did he die? Well, he fell out the window. How did that happen? Well, one, because he was sitting in it, and nobody woke him up. Oh, that's how it happens at church. To all my young brothers in here, stay woke. Amen. I know the world has a pull on you. It's natural. Stay woke. Stay woke. Connect with somebody. People, if you see people falling asleep, wake them up. Amen. If they get offended, so what? Amen. Mother, Mother Moss didn't care if I was offended. Right. Bishop Wooden wasn't caring if I was offended. Elder Campbell didn't care if I was offended. <laughs> Deacon Odell, he didn't care if I was offended. You were offended? 
We believe in you. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay by the fire. You don't sit in the back. She made me sit right there. <laughs> she would sit here and she if service be going and she'll look. <laughs> Bless the Lord. Now, <laughs> <laughs> nah, Mother Mother. Mission. I better not move till it was time to play drums or it was time to leave. All the other kids running around, young people run downstairs, not me. Not me. Not me. And if I was late, she'd be, her eyebrows, and I'd be like, I'm here, I'm here. Okay, 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 we're good. Bless the Lord. <laughs> I love you, Mother Marshall. Thank God for you. Amen. 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 Keeping me woke. Wasn't going to let me fall asleep. Everybody amen. say amen. Amen. The time. Two, one, zero. <laughs> Kimberly hates my clock. Uh, my mom's here, man. Everybody say amen. Amen. I love my mom. She drives me nuts, but I love her. And my mom, I'm so much like her, it's scary. <laughs> People are like, oh, you must be like your dad. No. <laughs> no, my mom's out there. She really is. And, and my mom is up for a beef. She don't mind beefing. And, and my mom is, uh, she started this thing called me. In more ways than one. Yeah, she had me. But then, you know, this walk, man, it was my mom. Amen. Yeah. So I thank God for it. So I'm going to give her a minute. And then we're going to do communion. Come on up, Mom.